Welcome to this week's episode of Tech Demand Weekly. I'm Charles Commons, and on this week's episode, I delve into the depths of another marketing podcast to find out how podcasting fits into a content marketing agency's marketing strategy. I remember talking to you and I was laughing probably way too hard at something. And I was thinking, like, I wish someone had recorded this or whatever. All of a sudden, it feels like there's some something clicks in your head where it feels like you have to be serious. On this episode, I welcome Francis Ma and Jeff Baker of Brafton's Above the Fold podcast. You may recall that Francis has already made an appearance on this podcast back in episode 20. Jeff, however, has not. I'm reminding you of this for a very good reason that will become clear during the episode. So make sure you continue listening all the way through. To begin our conversation, I asked them about how Above the Fold came about. It really was many, many failures. But before that, we used to call each other on the phone and just bullshit. And then eventually we decided that we should probably record it because it's kind of funny. And we had the arrogance to think people would actually listen. Um, and then we actually did it and it worked. <laughs> I think, sure, that's kind of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. To, Remember that, Francis? We actually, I, we did, we, we decided that we wanted to record a phone call between us because it was mostly just us like playing a ping pong match, making fun of each other back and forth. Um, and then we just had to figure out a way to get people to listen to it. That was the biggest thing. I mean, um, and b- making fun of each other is just, it comes natural. I mean, that's just part of our thing. And then at one point, I remember talking to you and I was laughing probably way too hard at something. And I was thinking like, I wish someone had recorded this or whatever. Um, but that is kind of how it started. Um, but going back to the the failures, um, Jeff and I, originally, this was supposed to be a video. Oh, the live video. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> that we post on Facebook, I think. And um, so we, we would prep. We would prep ahead of the video recording. And um, and then they would go into a room with all the lights and, you know, Jeff and I would sit down with coffee and we would talk about, you know, um, content marketing. Digital filmed marketing. with an iPhone, by the way. Filmed with an iPhone. That's right. It was filmed with an iPhone. It was on a stand, though, and it had a microphone <laughs> plugged in. And it was like full body shots, too. It wasn't like... Yeah, um, it was. It yeah. was full body shots. And I had my notes printed on a table in front of me. I didn't even have like... I didn't have flashcards in the back. I don't know. What, what is that person that holds the flashcards? We didn't oh, have that. Yeah. It, so it mind. was... And it was like 25 minutes. It was 25 minutes of, of okay. like pain, awkward, like painful awkwardness. Unwatchable. Both of us. unwatchable. Absolutely unwatchable. <laughs> and I thought it would be funny to like kind of watch it again. And honestly, it was I was embarrassed for it. You watched it again? Ooh. I found the file. I found the file. And I was thinking about we should release it at some point. But it's it's so bad. Um, <laughs> we, well, we should just cut it up and mash it into like the worst segments and just make it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, after um, after going through that, um, Jeff and I kind of talked about it and said that wasn't that didn't feel natural. It was actually way more fun during the prep because we, we had talked about everything and had our own jokes at that point. The jokes came naturally. But then during the filming, it just kind of fell flat. It was like trying to rehash the, you know, the banter magic that Jeff and I have for better or for worse. Um, and that's kind of the point where we we decided this is probably more of a podcast. I think even other people told us after watching the video, you guys should just be on audio, not so much the video part. Um, let's take that part away. Yeah. <laughs> but also, um, I mean, yeah. also constructive feedback too. Right, right. So, um, 
so that's that's basically why. And the whole point of the video and podcast was to kind of um, talk about news and digital marketing, talk about uh, trends or best practices. Um, we really had no plan. We started just talking. We had we had a time limit. That's basically the only thing, the only rule we had at the time. We, we were trying to keep it to twenty five or thirty minutes. We soon broke that. Um, but that's that was the beginning. That's how above the fold started. Welcome to Above the Fold, a marketing podcast powered by Brafton and hosted by two yahoos who love sending emails packed with corporate jargon. Why don't the both of you circle back to the dumpster fire you call homes? Prepare to be enthralled by Jeff's ability to break things down with data and Francis's ability to ruin every conversation just by being his creative self. This is Above the Fold and part of my court-ordered community service. So, I, I mean, it, it kind of shows you the difference, doesn't it, between the podcast medium and then the, the video and the way that those two things work. Or you don't. said there that, or don't, yeah. You said there that, you know, with the video, it takes a lot of prep and then you sit in front of a camera and you perform. And I, I suppose maybe stage fright comes into that a little bit. You've already had all the, the fun in the prep. You know, you've, you've laughed and you've joked about the, the current trend in, in, in whatever it was you were talking about. And then you've got to go and basically try and force yourself to rediscover that, that fun that you had, but this time in front of a camera that you're aware of happening in front of you that is there. And you're then starting to feel really awkward. Yeah, it didn't and, work. And then it just doesn't work. It didn't work. Whereas, yeah. yeah, and whereas you sit there with a microphone and you're basically just going, so let's talk about this trend that's come out this week. And you both there and then have your conversation, which includes you, you know, just basically catcalling each other and, and whatever <laughs> it is that you're talking about as well. And that's where the magic comes from. And then you release it and everybody else listens to it and finds it hilarious. I think part of the problem that we had initially it was once the microphone started recording it's all all of a sudden it feels like there's some something clicks in your head where it's it feels like you have to be serious and you have to be business-like <laughs> you know it's, it's almost like your your mindset changes and it, and it leaves a, a conversation format it gets into almost like a, a lecture format and then it just mm. all goes to hell from there so we decided early on that we wanted this to be a more conversational podcast we didn't want it to make it seem like a lecture we didn't want to make it seem like we were giving, doling out lessons as if the, we were credentialed to do that kind of thing. Um, we wanted to make it more of an entertaining, fun podcast first and then introduce topics that can help people later. So when go, if we go right back to before you made that very first uh, vidcast, if you like, that live <laughs> video that you did that failed, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep reminding you. Miserably. Um, <laughs> was, was there someone above you guys at Brafton that said we'd like you to do this or something similar to this or was it you that went and said yeah actually we, we well we're responsible for like that we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we own we own that yeah <laughs> but how, how did you pitch that to the people you know that I mean was is there somebody that you had to pitch that to or, or was it actually you guys can do whatever you want well I, <laughs> I run the marketing program for for Brafton so it was, it was kind of our idea, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Um, 
So we didn't we didn't really pitch it to anybody. We, like like I said, we we made this mess <laughs> and we owned it. It was all ours. It was our ugly baby from inception <laughs> to birth. <laughs> the um, but the uh, we we had done there was something like this in the past. I mean, Brafton's been around since two thousand eight, so ten ten plus years. And um, within that time, we had done in the past stuff like you know a, a weekly video or something. So the idea of this was kind of always. We were kind of reaching back, you know, trying to do something different. The problem was that, as Jeff said, the um, uh, it was more, it was a little bit more structured back then. Um, you know, it was it was shorter to you know two minutes, three minute videos. Um, but the idea of it having some, kind of like a uh, a regular touch point with either prospects or current clients um, in talking about you know what was going on in digital marketing was the biggest allure, and how that happened, and it kind of was up in the air, you know. Um, we had the video. We had the video idea. It was pretty much yeah, let's do that, and then we moved it to the podcast, and it was kind of the same thing. Just let's just try and see what happens. So, do you guys know who your listeners are? Then are you not just in terms of you know where they live? I was just going to say this. Our moms. Our moms are. Although I found out my sister actually listens to us last night Ooh, because she made a crack. Three listeners. She made a crack about. Um, you guys aren't supposed to talk about AI. Why are you talking uh, about AI? Like, oh, we have a dedicated. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a tier two listener. <laughs> so, um, but beyond that, I mean, um, I'll be honest. My wife still hasn't listened. I I play snippets, or I'll I'll do like the intro and everything. And she's not a podcast listener anyway, so already it's awkward in the house. Like, hey, this is a podcast. Um, but she hasn't really listened to it at all. And um, I keep saying, you know, this is the one. I think you should listen to this one. We talk about you, and that doesn't really. <laughs> That doesn't really bait her either. Um. <laughs> Podcast analytics suck. So it, it's kind of hard to estimate. Uh, you can go through and look at, there's, there's a couple ways to look at it. We go through Anchor and Anchor has their own set of analytics. And it's just going to tell us geographic location, where they're based, um, the types of devices that they listen on, like what platform they're using. Um, and then you can go into iTunes and you can pull some of their really bad statistics too, which are highly inaccurate and you get weave together half of a story. And from what we know, we get, uh, we get a few thousand listeners per month. I'd say it started out very slow, but we're, we're up in the thousands now and it's picking up pretty quickly. Do you know though, anyone, any of the, the clients for Brafton that have turned, have any of them turned around and said, Hey, I, I've listened to that. It's awful. We've, or- <laughs> Yeah, I think that's. Did you read the feedback? That's pretty close, actually. Um, oh, oh, well, actually, I've got something for you right now. Um, we just got a brand new review here, and I want to share that with you. It's um, King of Content, three stars out of five. It'd be cool if they kept their podcast at 30 minutes. That would make it perfect length for me to enjoy while I consume my lunch. veering all over the place. At least we learned Francis shirks his laundry duties because he has a serious case of man flu. And remote worker Jeff is allowed his one hour of human interaction per week. But we capped it at 57 minutes because I couldn't take it anymore. This is above the fold. But I I do know that uh, digital marketers listen. Um, We've promoted this to our newsletter list. uh, And we've gotten feedback from them. So I, I know people in our newsletter list for Brafton.com who are primarily digital marketers, middle marketing manager type people, they do listen uh, along with my mom. 
But that that's good, right? Because you're you're getting your podcast to the people that you want to listen to it. Because that at the end of the day is who you want to be um, you know, connecting with through the podcast is is digital marketers other than yourself and and then maybe your mum as well. Um but the the fact that the podcast actually allows you to do that is really cool, isn't it? I think so. I think it's um I think it's a very nice way it's a, it's a different way to get a message out. It's a different way to inter or engage with people, not so much interact. Um, and, but for also for people to kind of remind, get reminded, you know, right. Brafton does this, this is another way Brafton can help. And Brafton is providing, you know, expertise and knowledge in this, in this space. Um, I remember talking uh, to our sales team about this because when it was starting, just, just about starting, everyone was pretty excited that at least we were trying something new. And um, a lot of the comments were, you know, a lot of uh, prospects and, and everything, they, they liked the fact that we're doing a podcast. Not all of them listen, but the fact that it, that it exists or the fact that we even know how to do it was really interesting and cool. Um, it was as if they were at least, they were happy that we were kind of part of that um, emerging trend you know, of, of podcasting, um, maybe not even interested in listening to every single episode, but they liked that it existed, which in and itself is interesting. Because different it's medium, not, you know, it's yeah. a different way of communicating yeah, with yeah. prospects in a, I think, a more personal way. I think it adds a, yeah. a personal element to content because when you're listening to a podcast, it's really somebody's voice in your ears as though you're part of the conversation for however long you go, 30 minutes, an hour. So I think that's a more personal way of communicating than any type of written text. Uh, I actually think it's more personal than video because, again, it's almost like you're immersed in a conversation with somebody that's representing the brand. So it, it adds a whole different element to communicating with our audience. That I think it's, it's growing. I think people are uh, really getting into podcasts in a way that they weren't before. Um, and it's... It's cool. It's 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 a lot of fun. Frankly, it's a lot of fun to do these. Do you sort of set yourselves out to be different to all the other marketing podcasts that are out there? I mean, there, there's clear differences between your podcast above the fold and this one, obviously, because there's there's two of you basically having a conversation with each other every single week, and it's it's you two people the same all the time. Whereas here I speak to a different person each week about a specific topic within content marketing. Um, you know, the, the fact that I've got two guests today is actually, you know, quite strange for me, but you two guys come as a package in, in terms of, or you do this time around anyway, Jeff. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, there is that clear difference between uh, above the fold and tech to man weekly, but do you, or did you ever set out to be particularly different or was it a case that you've actually heard another marketing podcast somewhere else and you went, do you know what? We could just do that. It works for them. We'll I do don't think it was really planned. We're different by default, really. <laughs> and we, and we just hit record. I don't think there's any real premeditation to it. Francis, unless you have been orchestrating no, I mean, this whole thing. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I know we, we toy, we, we listened to other ones, obviously. And we, and like what you said before, Jeff, about like not wanting to be like a lecture, that was kind of the, you know, the, the underlying thing. I mean, if we weren't entertained, we knew no one else, no one else would be. I will say that afterwards, um, once we had, you know, four or five episodes under, under our belt and we felt that there was momentum, I would go and listen to other marketing podcasts just to kind of see, well, how did they do this? Or what intro music did they use? And 
how are they introducing themselves? Even introducing ourselves in the beginning was a pain. I, I, we would stumble over our own words. Um, and so I guess in, at this point, maybe there is, an, there is an element of that where I just want to make sure that we are kind of sounding different out there. And from what I can tell, we are, you know, more often than not, um, you know, we're the ones talking about either craft beer or video games or, or whatever. And um, I don't, I don't hear a lot of that banter uh, out there. I, I think that for me, the way that, well, with, with podcast, my background is radio. So I've basically come from doing live radio shows to however many people that might or might not be listening at four o'clock in the morning, mostly, um, to doing something that anybody can listen to at any time, which is the beauty of podcasting. It's audio on demand. It's brilliant. And as long as, um, you know, it remains free, it's always going to be the most accessible thing for anybody to use, be it, you know, I mean, the most successful podcast in the world, Serial, isn't really attached to trying to make money for anyone in particular. It's another branch of a radio station that just went out there and went, this is what we're going to do because we can't plug it into our schedule on the radio. And then look how big it is. Um, and that, of course, then leads to, you know, other people doing either similar or, or basically just turning around and going, hey, do you know what? That works for them. We can do it for us. And it will be great to actually enhance our business and to showcase that to the world. Um, and eventually you then do get, you know, thousands of listeners every month before you know it, really. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I sort of first started doing my very first podcast, I, I kind of looked at it and went, so I've had three people download this. That's, that's not great. <laughs> Um, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> um, what's going to happen now? <laughs> you know, and, and you are, you're worried about it. But then over time, you eventually you get to that point where actually you just go, do you know what? I don't care. I enjoy yeah. doing it. So I'm going to carry on. And then six months later, you go back in and you go, I, I wonder how many people are listening now. And suddenly you've had, you know, 10,000 downloads since you started. And you go, oh, okay. It's not just three people listening over and over again then. <laughs> Thankfully. Um, I, I, I mean, I love it. I love doing it and I love hearing other people doing it as well. But it, there is that, that thing of, for, for people that sort of think to themselves, I could do a podcast. That is so true. You could, because all you need is a microphone and something that will record it. So you could have an iPhone, uh, which will act as both your microphone and the recording, um, software. And, and then all you need to do then is just you know, Google, how do I make this audio available online to other people? And it will tell you how to do it. Um, but as when you actually then sit down and start doing it, like you said, you start fumbling over things like mm. your own name, you know, and, and you realize, actually, this isn't no. as easy as I thought it was. I still need to come across as a, I, I say a sane <laughs> person, but maybe that doesn't quite resonate with everybody that does podcasting. But you've got to at least be articulate and get your point across, haven't you? You do. And I think, um, I, th I think honestly, having, having Jeff and having both of us kind of do it at the same time, I think that's what's made it a little easier because, um, you know, if I mess up, then Jeff will call me out. And then that starts, you know, the whole banter sort of thing. But you're right. In the beginning, all you think about is like, this, how does this sound? Does anyone care? And I remember Jeff would kind of give us the data um, of, uh, of either uh, downloads or how many listens we've had and so on. And it was it was already exciting when we hit like 50, you know, just the fact that, you know, um, there was that many, you know, people out there. Um, 
and I I forget what the first number was, Jeff. Was it a thousand? I mean, it took a couple months to get there. That was, it was yeah. That was like the first. That was our like, first milestone. Right? It took. I think it was a good two yeah. three months to hit that one. And without much promotion, like you no, and I would put it up on our own. Really? Well, usually on our own LinkedIn. Um, but even we didn't have we didn't have a land, we still don't have a landing page, but we didn't have that. We didn't really put it in our newsletter. We put it, I put it up on my Facebook once um, to bother my friends with, but there wasn't much promotion. There, we we were just kind of. I guess the big worry there was that if it didn't if it didn't work well, we wanted to kind of slide away or slink away quietly <laughs> and without any um, sort of like shame. Um, but that was the more interesting part where we did it without much promotion. And since we hit that milestone, it's actually accelerated. I mean, we hit, I mean, it was another, like the, the 2000 mark took way less time than, um, than the first, uh, the first thousand. It does though. It snowballs, yeah. doesn't it? it? You you hit that first one and then all of a sudden before you know it, it's, it's out of hand almost. And, and the thing for me that I always think is that, when you get to that point where actually the numbers are so big or they're, they're getting up so high quicker than you could ever imagine, that's the point where actually, unless you're needing to know those figures for, for, for marketing purposes, for sales purposes, for you know, actually monetizing your podcast, then actually stop looking at them. <laughs> If you don't need to know them, stop looking because you're they'll, they're, they can scare the living daylights out of you. I, I've had clients that they start a podcast exactly the same. It takes them months to get to a thousand listens, all time listens. But then as soon as they've hit that first milestone, suddenly it, it just snowballs and, and it becomes this huge juggernaut that carries on. And before they know, and then they're turning around to me and they're going, <laughs> oh my God, I've got all these people listening. And they, they, they almost start going, I don't know what to do anymore. And and I'm always like that going, right, first of all, stop looking at the numbers. I'll worry about the numbers and I'll let you know what they are if you need to know them. But second of all, just the reason why you've got those numbers is because people like what you're doing. So don't change what you're doing yeah. because of the fact that you've got lots of listeners now. I don't even think they're about it. I mean, for a reason, the fact that, that they're already there. interested anyway baffles me. So I, I don't understand why they're listening in the first place. So <laughs> I don't even put any thought into the fact that there's more people listening. <laughs> I don't even understand the concept to begin with. So I don't even <laughs> spend the time thinking about it. Uh, and I, is there anything that sorry go I, on, was, I was just gonna say i think it's um i, I it, the other thing happens when you stop obsessing over the numbers and then you start obsessing over well what what are we going to talk about like there have been times that jeff and i will um and this is just true of our podcast we'll just you know a half hour before start figuring out i think we're going to talk about this and something like this and uh, we'll just see where it goes and for better or for worse you know sometimes it's great sometimes you know we'll just veer off somewhere else um but you get to this other place where the pressure doesn't become about who's listening it's about what are we going to say and yeah um, and we started this particularly in season two uh, getting more guests um and some of it was by our own design we reached out we, we thought uh, this person would be interesting to talk to but then recently, um, I mean, someone just started getting in touch with us um, about being on the being on the podcast as a guest without us kind of prompting it. Um, and suddenly we, we find ourselves or trying to organize that and organizing what we're going to say and prepping for a bunch of different um, guests in the future ahead of time. Um, it's 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 evolved past numbers and into, um, you know, we have to find a way to schedule these shows sort of thing. It's 
really fun, I think, when that happens, when that first person turns around to you unprompted and says, hey, can I be on your podcast? You, you suddenly go, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Some, somebody wants to be on it without me going, hi, would you like to be on this podcast? You yeah. know you do. Come on, come on. Like, like I basically did with, <laughs> with you guys and, and badgered you for months until you eventually <laughs> well, said yes. Out. I would have jumped <laughs> um, had I gotten the opportunity. When that first... <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, he didn't want to talk to you, Jeff. He and clearly he heard the podcast and said that guy is more interesting. That's, I want a, good to talk to that guy. That's a good read, actually. I, Data I, guy, I, not so much. I cannot argue. Big thanks to uh, Cugini, um, and that will bring us into confession session at Above the Fold. Um, I cheated on Jeff Baker. I was yeah. I was on another I podcast did. earlier this week. I recorded it, and we were talking about video marketing, and I was on a podcast without Jeff. Jeff, I'm I'm I am sorry. That I hope it was worth it. I don't know if it was. I hope it was good. <laughs> it was. I laughed. Dinner. We had a lot of fun yeah. together. Um, we talked. We talked about movies. Oh. I mentioned we ended up oh. talking about Fast and the Furious. If you talked about Top Gun, I'm unplugging this mic. <laughs> jumping out. <laughs> we didn't. Hey, hey, Mav. Hey, Mav. Uh, no, we did not talk about Top Gun. Is there anything that, looking back, you you would do differently when you first started out? I mean, okay, maybe not do the video was is an obvious one there, but other than that, is is there anything that you would have maybe done completely differently to maybe have made what you do now even better than it is? I would say huh, it's going to sound a little bit arrogant to say no, but I, I would say no because it took all of those mistakes to do what we do now. So I I. I wouldn't take, yeah, I wouldn't take back the, oh, and by the way, Francis, did you ever hear the podcast that I ran without you like three years ago with Will? Was that on one microphone? Oh, I did it. actually. It took, I did. Someone gave it to me. That <laughs> was the aborted podcast before the aborted podcast. <laughs> it took that. It took that to, to figure out what we did want to do. So I, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think I would, uh, do anything differently because I think it took those mistakes to, to create this evolution. I, I agree with that completely. Like, I think that's why we both pause because I was trying to, I was trying to think of all the past episodes or what we know now versus what we didn't know then. Um, the thing is, if we had started like with our, you know, a, a dedicated intro or uh, music in certain places and what we don't have now and even having more guests, I, I don't, we wouldn't get to where we are now. Like we needed yeah. all of that stuff in season one to feel more comfortable now. Um, and I think um, it's strange that I, I think actually if we ever try to do another podcast together, um, maybe that's where things would be different, where we kind of already go into it knowing this is what we want to do. And this is, you know, certain rules we'd have, you know, if we just want to do one on just beer or scotch, which would be interesting. Mm, we always want to yeah. do that. Um that would be fun, but um, I, I think um, just looking back, I don't think that I, I agree. I don't think there's anything I would have I would have done differently. So the way that you guys work, obviously, you know, Jeff, you're you're a marketer for Brafton. How does how does doing the podcast fit in with the rest of the work that you do on a, on a weekly basis? While this is part of my job and it's now baked into my my weekly, um, it's all the other stuff still has to get done. So it's just it's a matter of uh, squeezing in 
this and the other stuff. So it's, it's an addition to a normal workload. But I'd say when we first started this thing, there was no grand plan of what this was going to accomplish. There was no, we're going to do a podcast because it's going to do X, Y, Z. We really didn't know. I had no idea what it was going to do. All I knew was as we were creating this stuff, it felt right. It felt like something that needed to be done. And I figured if we're doing something that's of value to people that people are appreciating and it feels right, then something good's going to come out of it. And knowing what we know about the trend of podcasts and how people listen to it and how they engage with brands in this, in this new medium that's a lot more conversational, that it was probably going to work out. And what we found since, you know, just kind of winging it and doing it, that we're making a lot more friends in the industry. So we've got guests that come on the show and that serves as a, as an opportunity to do other things down the road. So yeah, they're, they're on the podcast, but really the podcast pays dividends in that you're making friends and you get opportunities to do new projects with other people and then maybe even meet them at a conference and you could co-present, you could co co-host a webinar, you could co-host an infographic, whatever. Um, I, I think the real value in this is that you get your voice out there as a brand, um, as people within the brand, and you get an opportunity to, uh, to work with other brands. And if, it, if you do a good job, you end up connecting with very high up people within your industry. So I, I think it's kind of like a, it, it wouldn't be a direct commercial benefit to the brand. I wouldn't say that people listen to the podcast and go and, and buy our services, but I think there is a, an indirect benefit um, that's a little bit longer term and a little bit more forward thinking from doing this. Jeff, why don't you do the honors, introduce uh, Andy to our listeners and let's, uh, let's get this party started. Yeah, let's do it. Everybody, we'd like to introduce Andy Crestodina, who is the co-founder of Orbit Media since I believe 2000. Uh, Andy, thank you for joining us today. Glad to be here, guys. I'm glad to be here. This will be great. Fun fact, uh, between the three of us combined on this call, we have written a top marketing book with five editions. <laughs> Meaning that Jeff and I have not written anything. <laughs> Combined, we have written five editions of a book. I, I will <laughs> restate that for the audience. If you guys ever did leave Brafton and went to work for somebody else, a different marketing agency that didn't have a podcast, would it be one of the first things that you turned around and said, Let's do one of these. Well, if I went somewhere else, I would make it a requirement. Wherever I went, I'd say, "Hey, I have to do this podcast. This is like, this is this is part of what I do. This is this is the pack. Francis is in tow. It's part of the package, right? So, so for me, yes, the podcasting. If even if it was a a hard no from the company, and I probably wouldn't join the company if they gave me a hard no, I would do something on my own. I, I agree with that. And like, I, I think, um, in many ways, um, this particular podcast and the interact and then, you know, the time I had with Jeff, you know, part of it is work. Part of it is something else. You know, part of it is getting our own expertise or learning more about what's going on in the industry. And that's, it's seductive and it's, it's in a weird way, addictive, you know, being able to like talk to different people within industry leaders or, or, you know, other people within our own, you know, uh, a job, um, sort of spec area has been interesting. Um, if going to another place and then if they didn't have a podcast and they asked me, you know, what, what is, what is a marketing idea you have? Absolutely. I would say, um, 
I, I would say you should have a podcast. Um, I, w- I would qualify that by saying, you know, what are what are your goals? You should know this is a long game. There's, there's you don't just make a podcast and suddenly things change immediately. Um, but it does pay dividends, like Jeff said, later on. And honestly, in the next couple of years, it could be this, the thing that, oh, I heard the podcast. I do want to buy services because I hear your voice out there. Brafton is now more humanized in such a way that it's it, it has this sort of like um, platform where it is kind of talking about things that it knows about. Um, I do think podcasting um, should be part of, a, of an overall marketing strategy. The what Jeff will, has already pointed out is that the data behind it, you know, being able to kind of prove the ROI or prove this listener listened and this is what happened. And so it's not there yet, you know, and if it is, it's, it's hidden, you know, we don't have the analytics for that yet. I would, I would suggest that's probably the next wave coming because as podcasting emerges, people are going to want more data. They're all, they are going to want to be, uh, understand the different trends that are happening with listeners. Um, and it's going to be needed when more brands get involved with, uh, with podcasting. Do you guys, I, I don't want to, you know, expand your head so you can't fit out of the door when you leave here. But, <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> but do you guys think that you're kind of um, in, in fr- ahead of the crowd, if you like, because of the fact that, uh, I mean, I, I can't speak for um, uh, American companies, um, but in Britain, there's an awful lot less people doing podcasting and when I when I say people I mean businesses really um so that it's starting to grow but if I turn around to a marketeer here in the UK and say look you, you should do a podcast well this is what we could do we could we could create that brand awareness for you through the medium that is the most intimate medium that that is out there and available and you know we can maybe uh, couple it with a lead gen campaign and and do these things for you um marketers in the uk are quite like they want to know they as you say they want to know the roi that's what what is important because obviously your guy's job is to make money um that that is it at the end of the day um but do you therefore sort of look at it and go well we're already doing it so you know sort of stand there and uh, i don't know do a little <laughs> jig and say no 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 we're here we're we're above the fold and, and we're already you know there you go there's my british cheesiness for you um but you know because over here me trying to convince a marketeer to actually do a podcast and that it will be something that's beneficial is really difficult i guess that's where, where i come in because i everything that i do is usually backed up by data all right, so this is an instance where it really wasn't backed up by data. It was just something that felt like it, it should be done. I, I think the big reason is that it's hard. Like people, and, and there's a perception of podcasting too. So without data, without kind of saying, if you start a podcast and if it's, you know, 30, between 30 and 45 minutes long and it's weekly and you promote it this way, all of this will happen. That doesn't exist. Um I think the truth is that podcasting is more about a feeling and more about the perception of the brand, you know, brand awareness and so on. Um, and while people can understand that, people understand the the allure and power of branding. When you talk about podcasting, um, the perception right now, and it's starting to change, but the perception right now is that it's two yahoos talking about whatever. Maybe it's an hour and a half long or maybe it's serial and how is that going to help my brand when I'm talking about, you know, keyboards or iPads or whatever. 
um, it's tough to make that leap. You know, they understand podcasting, but how does this help my brand? How does it, and then how do I do it on a regular basis? What am I going to talk about week after week? Um, the examples aren't there, you know? Um, and I think that's, I, I agree with you, Charles. I think we are probably ahead a little bit of the curve. Um, but beyond that, I think trying to convince or trying to explain why this is helpful is difficult. And that boils all the way down to the fact of the lack of data. You know, as Jeff said, everything he's done marketing wise, it's always backed up. You know, you do this, this helps. And if you do this, your, your ranking kind of jump up. Um, this is, this is devoid of all that. And it is more about who are you as a company? Who are you as a brand? And ultimately, I think that's probably the biggest thing preventing it because you can't do this without knowing who you are, who you want to be perceived at in the market. I think it's helpful that Jeff and I have tenure at this place and we, we have strong personalities and it kind of, it kind of fits, fits, uh, fits the mold. Well, that's really the conversation about any early adopter um, for anything. I mean, whether that's a, an investment in a digital marketing activity, that would make us a, an early adopter. And anything that's uh, in the early adoption phase, you don't have data on. By definition, it's new, right? So I think in certain instances, you have to take a risk. If it feels right and if you, you think you know what you're doing, you have to take a risk in order to make some sort of, uh, to generate some sort of return. Otherwise you're very, very, you're, you're coming at it with like a very conservative mindset. And if you don't take any risks, then you're like everybody else that doesn't take any risks and you don't reap any rewards. So I think in certain instances, a calculated risk is, is really, really necessary or else you stagnate. So have you guys got any sort of tips for other marketing professionals out there that want to start a podcast? Yeah, learn how a microphone works, first of all. I think that's Jeez, the first Learn thing. how a microphone works. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't diatribe. Uh, <laughs> learn that one. No way. Here's the, um, I, I, not I, as interesting as you think. <laughs> no, that's, that's for damn sure. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think having a buddy, having doing this with Jeff, I think has been incredibly helpful. If I had to do this alone, I think this podcast would have died months ago. I think. Um, Anytime I feel like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, like this episode. I mean, Jeff has got the energy that day to like, no, no, we're going to do it. We're, we're good. And I think vice versa. So I think actually having um, having someone, um, and I, I say that I'm realizing I'm saying this now, Charles, and you're doing yours alone. So, <laughs> um, so get it's a really, get a yeah, friend, Charles. Get a friend. Get a friend. Get a friend. I'll have guests every time. I think that's probably the other thing. But if I had to do this alone, I don't think I would be able to uh, to keep up with it. Um, all the tech stuff and, and actually, you know, the best advice I can give is there's a lot of advice out there. You have to figure out what works for you. Because I remember when Jeff and I started this, we were saying like, I don't know how to, we don't know how to record. What mic do we get? How do we handle guests? How do we record phone calls? And we would get five, 10 different, different ideas from people and all of them felt okay. But there was always this question about, well, which one is the best? Truth is, there's there isn't one. It whatever works for you and whatever you're comfortable with and whatever sounds good at the end is really what you should use. Everyone podcasts differently, for better or for worse. And I think um, had I known that in the beginning, I think I, I I wouldn't have worried as much about are we doing this right kind of thing because I don't think there is one particular right way. Just to sort of finish everything up, have you guys got any favorite episodes that you've done that you would love to turn around and say point someone go and listen to that one yes 
It was the Fire Film Festival. That was my favorite. <laughs> the fire. Oh, the fire. The fire music festival, not film festival. You can't. Use yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, fire music game. festival. Yeah. Um, it, it was season two. Um, this season now, I think it's episode two or three. I don't remember off the top of my head, but the title is Fire in the Hole, and um, basically we talk about the fire festival, the failure of it from two years ago, and the fact that we watched it on um, the watch the Netflix documentary. Um, the best part of that is that Jeff had no idea what the fire festival was. <laughs> prior to that episode. Had no idea. I had followed it on Twitter when it happened. I had, I had read some of the news stories I I on Twitter. <laughs> it was exciting. You have no idea. I saw the cheese sandwich happen live, man. Yeah. It was, wow. It was amazing. Wow. Um, but that was a lot of fun because it kind of brought together, um, and the other idea that Jeff and I love harping on is in influencer marketing, particularly uh, Instagram influencers and, you know, almost the dark side of that. And, and, and it allowed us the loophole for Jeff and I to really dig into, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly with all that. So that was, uh, I, I think that's definitely one of our, one of our favorites. Um, beyond that, I will say, and the one I always point to, and I don't know if it's one I would actually tell people to listen to first, but I like, um, and I think it's the fifth episode of season one where uh, the recording failed. Jeff and I had had recorded our like our, an episode, and then we ended it. And Jeff said, "I oh man, it's gone. The audio's gone on my end." And um, you were so you were so pissed. <laughs> Nothing. Um, and it was good at that point. We we had finally felt a little bit more comfortable with the mics, a little more comfortable with with the, with the recording of it, and um, it was gone, lost forever, and. Um, I remember saying to Jeff, like, let's get back on right now and talk about it because it, I, whatever is happening, it's going to be raw and I feel like it's going to be fun. And we talked about failures. First of all, Jeff, raw emotion right now. Your 22nd raw emotion about what just happened. Um, you know, we just did a recording. I felt it was good. A lot of Top Gun references. And now we have nothing. Jeff Baker, how do you feel about it? 20 seconds? Uh, have, yep, go, man. Have you seen... The scene in Top Gun where Goose dies and he's <laughs> Maverick is standing in his underwear, staring at the mirror, crying, and then Viper has to come in and console him. Yeah, that's that's me personified right now. That's how I feel. Of all the things that have happened, it's that episode that I think led us to where we are now, because at that moment, we the, whatever other awkwardness or anxieties we had about talking to a mic suddenly faded. Yeah, and Jeff and I were finally able to kind of talk naturally as we always have but naturally now about who we are what we cared about and what we and what we thought so i always feel like that's that was one of the turning points yeah i don't know if it's a good first one but i i will always love that episode because of that My thanks to Francis and Jeff from the Above the Fold podcast. Make sure you check them out on your favorite podcast platform just search Above the Fold. You can hear our entire back catalogue on tech-demand.com forward slash podcast or indeed on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and all other podcast platforms. That's it for this week. I'll see you again next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you all. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time. All right, catch you next week, everybody. <laughs>